0: As you, uh, as everybody heard, Craig yesterday talking about the state of affairs here uh, at the Horn, Austin Radio Network. Um, I uh, and then the future light the tower. Uh, and as Craig said, August first will be the last show uh, of light the tower. It'll be the last iteration of this program as we know it. Um, I'll I'll speak on things, but I'll just go ahead and rip the Band-Aid off to start. Uh, my when we. When I leave the building on August 1st, that'll be my last day at the Horn. Um, I don't know what is, (laughs) there have been a lot of, I heard heard what you said yesterday, Craig, and I I echo some of that. I've heard a lot of assumptions (laughs) about what I'm doing next. Uh, Some of that's news to me because I haven't heard anything in that realm. I don't know what's next for me in radio. I don't know if there is a next for me in radio. But when I think about I think about a lot of things and I've thought about a lot of things for the last couple of weeks. I think about I go back to 2010 over at the Zone and I know people want to say the other place whatever but it's it is what it is there's no sense in you know hiding putting up that veil. Uh at the Zone John Midany gave me my first opportunity to be on air in anything resembling a consistent manner. And I'll always be grateful to him for that, for trusting me enough to do a live weekly recruiting show on the zone. And as I started to get more familiar with the talent at the station, uh, I would pick up a shift filling in for Bucky. Uh, You know, Craig, if uh, Keith was out, sometimes you would have me, or you were out, sometimes I would sit in with Rob. There were times where it was Keith and I doing the, I was sitting with Keith doing the show. So, uh, I, I got real familiar with radio, and I, I'll always be appreciative to to those folks I just mentioned to to John and to Bucky Godbold. Bucky and I did a, a post game show for a season together in in twenty eleven. Be um, thank you know Keith Morland, Craig yourself, obviously Rod, Rod Babers, who you know Rod and I started doing the Blitz podcast with Matt Butler. Over at the zone, and as as Matt and I like to say, Rod's just a guest that never left. We wanted Rod to do a couple guest spots, and then we just decided the three of us decided we like talking ball so much, we just kept doing it. We've been doing it for over a decade now, um, and you know, coming over to the Horn, I I I always told myself I didn't want to do a, a weekly show, a daily show. I didn't want to do the daily thing uh, because I've seen colleagues do it, and I know how hard it how hard it was on them to do you know, to have both jobs and, them, um, you know, horns 24 seven is my full-time job. And, uh, to have another one on top of that, on top of being a dad, I, I didn't know how I could handle it. But that said, uh, you know, I didn't approach anybody hit the horn for looking for any kind of opportunity. Uh, first it was, it was Aaron Hogan that brought it to me. And then Craig, you and I sat down, that was probably October of 2019 or November, 2019. Mm-hmm. I remember we were at the, uh, one of the private airport terminals at uh, ABIA, I think you were getting ready to hop a flight for a women's basketball game, Mm -hmm. I think is what it was. And we were in the lounge and just kind of threw together some quick ideas, got on board, and I asked you probably 45 times in that (laughs) 30-minute meeting, are you sure you want me to be a part of this with you? Are you sure? And once I knew that it it had your blessing and you not only okayed it, but that's what you wanted, then I was 100% into it. And so I thought I thought a lot about that meeting, and the intention when we started the show was, it, I this is what I was under the impression the show would be, that it would be Craig's show, and I would be I would be on with Craig some days, but my primary role would be to fill in when Craig was out, which everybody knows there's certain times of the year when Craig you're out a lot, you know, when we get to that, especially when we get to that part of the year where basketball season bumps into baseball. Uh, you're you're out a lot. That was going to be my role. Well, a week after the show started, everything shut down, and there were no sports to talk about. So at that point, it was all hands on deck, and uh, you know we we were all kind of dispersed doing shows at different places. And I was following up uh, Bucky and Aaron doing the show at, uh, but, but following Onion up Creek. Aaron doing it at Onion Creek. Yeah, and you were in your your house and the Williamson County Bureau at you know, Cedar Park. We made it work, and it got to the point where. Because at the time I was living in Buta, so Buda to Onion Creek is ten minutes, so it wasn't that far of a drive. And I think everybody, I'm talking management, everybody just got used to us being together. It was like, well, you can't just stop showing up. Like you got to do this, and worked out some things behind the scenes with management. And then okay, we're <laughs> we're doing a show together full time. Uh, Craig, I'll I'll always appreciate you. you know, it's weird. I, I say this all the time. Back in high school. I would find reasons to get out of my journalism class to go to my car, whether it was you and Bill or you by yourself, to go listen to the show, and to be at this point where not only can I call you a co-host, a colleague, but a friend is a point where I didn't think didn't think that was possible for me to get to. Um, you know, then you, you found out how <laughs> underwhelming it was to actually be in my daily presence. No, no, no. Um, and I, I I tell people this all the time. Uh, the one question I get asked, maybe more than any other, what's it like to work with Craig? What's it like to work with Craig? And I always tell people, I I wish, I wish everybody could see, the Craig that I see in here during breaks, and when the microphone is off, uh, because that's honestly that's some of your best stuff, and that's just that's just you being. <laughs> and you. That's where it's gonna stay. <laughs> yeah, that's where all that'll stay. Um, but I'll always be thankful you know, you could have made this show yours. It could have been the Craig way show with just me tagging along, but you didn't, you wanted it to be branded with both of us involved. And the fact that no matter what happens to me from here on out, the fact that in the history of sports talk radio in this town, that my name's attached to your name and I a hundred percent owe that to you. I don't know that I can ever express properly what that means to me. Um, the on-air staff at the Horn. I wish everybody could see how hard everybody works up here, especially, especially the guys that are sitting in the spot cameras sitting right now. The folks that have to run that board. Ty does in the mornings. What Cam does for us. What Isaiah does for n- noon to three, especially Zay having the the dual role of having to play co-host and run the board and screen calls and and you know. Everything the big market radio stations usually divide between two or three people. Zay's doing that by himself. And Cameron does a lot by himself that should be divided between a couple of people. Uh and then what Patrick does in the afternoon, those are the guys that through all of this and I don't I'm not gonna go down the road of what happened and how did we get here. I I can do that another day because I've kind of gone through the stages of loss and the one that I'm I'm at now that I've hit is acceptance, and to me, there's really no point right now in just going back and trying to rehash the stuff that I've already had to process. But those are the guys that I feel for the most, um, and I I don't I'm not going to leave here with any regrets at all. Uh, if there's anything that I regret or wish had gone differently, I, I wish Cameron had gotten some more reps than what he's gotten because he's extremely talented. And I know no matter what he does in radio, it's going to work out for him. And Cam, I mean that no matter what Avenue you want to go down, you want to host, you want to produce, you want to pursue play by play. You're a hard enough worker and you're talented enough that it's going to work out. Um, I, I've i gotten to call so many people here, friends that again, you know, they, they, people always say like, Hey, don't meet your heroes. Cause you'll be disappointed in terms of sports radio. These guys were my heroes. These are the guys I grew up listening to. Like somebody that grows up in Dallas, listening to the Ticket. I grew up listening to Craig, and Bucky, and Aaron, and Chad. And to get to work with all of those guys has been a dream come true. You know, Craig. Other than other than you and Rod, I I don't think I've gotten closer with, but I've gotten closer with Bucky maybe more than anybody. And, and I love Bucky Godbolt to death. Not just not just as a radio partner, but as a mentor and a friend. Everybody knows the relationship between Rod and I. I haven't done the blitz as long as we've done. And I consider Rod family at this point. And I know no matter what he does, he's going to go on to bigger and better things, but it's also the people that I, I hadn't met before that I hadn't really interacted with. And I just mentioned some of them, Patrick and Cameron and Zay uh, mm-hmm. and getting to know Mike hards. I've known hards kind of from a distance, but getting to know him the last few years has been great. Cause you see what just kind of a genuine person he is, how much he cares about people. And I'm going to lie, this, is, this has been really hard the last two weeks uh, since, since we all kind of found out, had an idea of what our fate was going to be, but really in the last you know, week or so it's been finalized. Um, I'm, what I'm going to miss the most, other than seeing everybody's face every day, is the people that really make this show what it is, and that's you, the listener. And, yeah, I know there's some, I'm, I'm not everybody's cup of tea, I I see the texts, and I see the stuff on social media. I do see the bad stuff and I'm going through stuff personally to work on, trying to filter that out better. But whether it's, you know, MJ and Hearn, John from the Bay, Jim and Lago Vista, Bizarro, Dale Dudley, Pastor Smasher, the people that text this show every day, Victor, the people that are a part of this show that have gone out of their way to let us know that we're a part of their day, whether they're at work, whether they're just driving around, Going from place to place, you know, running errands, whatever it is, and letting us know how much they're going to miss us on the air. That right there means more to me than than y'all, y'all will ever know. And, and as much as you kid about Gerald, Purple Buffalo's daddy too. You got a chance yeah. to meet him. Yes, I guess the jig is up. Right, we're close to the end of this. Yes, I have met Purple Buffalo's mm-hmm. daddy. We have we have talked about uh, you know the the rivalry there, but. Uh, Purple Buffalo's daddy's a good dude uh, in, in all seriousness. Um, sure, th- this isn't the last time we'll address the farewell, but mm-hmm. like I said, I, I don't know what's next for me in radio. But when we started, Craig, the best piece of advice I got was from Chad Hastings. And Chad said, no matter what, do the show that you can do. Don't try to do anybody else's show. Be yourself and do the show that you feel comfortable doing. And I feel like for... Over three and a half years, I've done that, and we've done that, and that's why all the the BS aside and all the stuff going on around us and above us that we have no control over, that we've honestly, like a lot of listeners, have just been having to sit and wait and see what happens and kind of get news as it trickles in. I can handle all that, and I can stomach all that because I know I came in here and did the show that I wanted to do and a show that you were willing to be a part of that we did together. And even... I don't even know if I can say his name, but even for Snoop, Snoop Daniel was a really big part of this program, too, as our producer. And I love Snoop. And we texted last week. I talked to Snoop. Uh, Everybody that whether you were a, a producer, somebody that sat in with us, one of our regular guests, a texter, a listener, even if you just listened and never texted in, can't thank you enough for allowing me, a kid from Florence, Texas, that for all intents and purposes shouldn't be here, shouldn't be in this chair, allowing me to live out a dream. And to be, whenever the book on Sports Talk Radio in Austin is written, to allow me to have, even if it's a footnote, to allow me to have m- my little piece in it. Well said. You only had one thing that you were way off on. You're from Andice. <laughs> True, yes. <laughs> He went to Florence High School, but he's from Handice. They no school there, Craig. There's a schoolhouse yeah. there, but no school. And the great general store. Yes. That's true. But That's, I you also, know, can I say one one more thing yeah. real quick? Yeah. You know, I, I know I talk a lot about Gerald, but one of the things I wanted to do, and I know we're, uh, you know what, I don't care about the clock. It's whatever. Uh, one of the things that I, that I made a point to do when I started this show, you and I talked about this, I wanted to make it known where I'm from. Yeah. Because I had a, my freshman year at Florence, I had a basketball coach, just not not a nice guy who angrily told me one time he said, "You know this place will always just be a blip on the map between Georgetown and Colleen. You know what it's a place on the map between Georgetown and Colleen." But hopefully, a lot more people know where Florence, America, is, and at least know something about it. Because I got a chance to talk about my hometown Absolutely. for three and a half years, and all the small towns I wanted to put on for small town high school football, and whether it's—I know Liberty Hill's not a small town anymore, but Liberty Hill, over to Johnson City, uh, Lexington, Thrall, all the the Rogers. small all the small ports hither and yon, and yes, even you folks that wear the blue and white in Northern Williamson County. Hopefully, everybody. Whatever small town you're from, hopefully somebody got a kick out of us mentioning you on the show and and putting, putting your town in the spotlight for just a little bit.